Coming up on AEA Amplified, Midcontinent Instruments and Avionics introduces the brand new Flex MD23 Custom Function Display. From the Aircraft Electronics Association, this is AEA Amplified, a podcast for aviation's technology experts, with your host, Jeff Hill. Hello and welcome to AEA Amplified, sponsored by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and a leading provider of integrated avionics systems for military and civil operators around the world. From rugged integrated flight displays to digital flight control systems for rotor and fixed wing aircraft, Genesis has solutions to increase safety and decrease pilot workload. To learn more about how Genesis can help your customers, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Jeff Hill, for this March 2021 edition of AEA Amplified. And our guests today are senior executives from Midcontinent Instruments and Avionics, located in Wichita, Kansas, and an AEA member company since 1981. I'm pleased to welcome Mr. Matt Hara. He's the Senior Vice President of Technology and Products. And we also have Brett Williams, Vice President of Engineering along with Jeff Seitz, the Sales and Program Administrator. So thanks to all three of you for joining us today from Wichita. And it's already been an eventful year with the introduction of a brand new product. I'm really excited to dive into it. We've got a lot of ground to cover. So let's jump to it. Matt, I might I might start with you as the Senior VP for Technology and Products. Tell us a little bit about, you know, Flex, what it is, but I also would like to have you kind of set the stage for the context behind it and the background of, of how Flex came to be about and what the why is. All right, Jeff, well, thanks for having us on. And you know, the Flex MD23 is really a multifaceted device. It uh, does a number of different things. It's a display, it's a data converter uh, and consolidator, and it's a controller. So uh, it has these multiple functions with a plethora of uh, interfaces that are available on the I.O. side. Um, you know, we've got 26 different uh, pins that we can use and configurations, and that really goes to how we got to the, the Flex MD23 product name, and that is that you know, we're able to bring in a significant amount of different types of inputs. Uh, that goes down to that data consolidation and conversion piece. Uh, that allows us to solve a lot of problems inside the aircraft, whether you're an OEM, uh, you're doing your own STC, or you've got some other unique application that just traditionally hasn't uh, been easily addressed within the market. So when we sat down a few years ago, and Brett really being at the center of this, and I know he'll talk to it, uh, one of the challenges we saw in the market was that there are always these niche needs, and we have to face it that aircraft are aging quickly, uh, and it's never going to stop. We've seen more and more classic instruments go beyond economical repair uh, to have uh, you know, parts limitations. We've seen costs for certain small components go you know, through the roof, and it just became harder and harder to support those legacy fleets. And then we also saw that there was a lot more technology coming into the aircraft, and a lot of that technology needed something to control it, to help manage all the data points that were coming through the aircraft uh, and so on. And so you know, we've been making custom instruments uh, 
since the beginning of the company, uh, really. And you look back at airspeed and you know, altimeters and in the mechanical world, you could call up and you could get you know, a very specific variant made uh, in order to meet your need in your application. You know, we did a lot of you know, pressurization gauges. We've done you know, voltmeters, ammeters, you name it, all these kind of classic legacy pieces. Well, that's great, uh, but they're mechanical gauges, and we're in a digital world. And so understanding that, knowing the direction of the market, knowing that uh, trying to get the capabilities that people really needed were just kind of astronomically expensive. You know, we, uh, It's one of those areas where we were driven to find a way to solve these complex problems uh, and something that was cost-effective that could get to market in a timeline that you could actually take advantage of it. So when we talk about using the FlexMD23 to solve a specific problem, you know, it could go anywhere from being an engine indication system to a cabin pressurization controller to a traditional, you know, altimeter, vertical speed indicator, airspeed indicator. We can control things back in the galley. We can control things down in the electronics bay. We can put it just about anywhere. Uh, and that's why we call it the Flex. And so, um, we want to be able to do that and have off-the-shelf hardware and off-the-shelf software with a very quick turn configuration file approach. And with Brett with us, you know, I think that's probably a great place to if, you know, let him kind of dive in and talk a little bit more about you know, how the structure of the product came about uh, and what it really means to be able to sit there and say, you know, give us the definition of the problem you need solved and then we can have something back to you 30, 60, 90 days, kind of depending on complexity. So, Yeah, then that, that's a great place. Maybe Brett can jump in. In a nutshell, I, I you know, as I understand it, Brett, uh, Flex is a custom display data controller and a data converter all in one. Can you kind of go through that? And, uh, and and I also, it's not a, it is not a multifunction dis display. Is that an accurate assessment? Uh, it is. So, uh, you know, um, with an MFD, which has some flexibility built into it in terms of what it can display or how it can display it, uh, typically there's still a fixed number of functions that can happen with a given MFD. You know, it, it can take a certain number of uh, parameters or pieces of data and it can show up to you in a couple different ways. Um, that's where the custom function display concept behind Flex comes in, in that um, we can truly make one version of the product a completely different function than a different version of the product. Um, you know, Matt kind of alluded to a couple of examples there, but you know, it can be an altimeter for one customer, and it can be a you know a, a voltmeter ammeter for another customer. Two totally different products, effectively, or at least traditionally, um, with the same set of hardware, the same operating software, um, both certified and packaged, ready to go. With the only difference being our customization. Uh, that can happen, you know, in a in an extremely rapid fashion. Um, so, it 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 does meet um, those needs, and it has those three functions built into it, such that depending on what those custom needs are for the uh, the particular application, yeah, it can be a uh, a display. You know, it can show you information, but it can also be a controller. You know, which means that it can have pilot input. The pilot can select options. They can. Um, make settings, you know, so it, there's an interactive element to it um, as a controller. So as opposed to maybe a traditional mechanical gauge where you just look at it. And then finally, um, it has this unique capability as a data converter 
where I can bring data in as a as an analog voltage or discrete signal, um, an air ink data stream, and I can manipulate it, I can display it, but I can also send it back out um, either as a converted or or calculated value based on what came in or as a completely different data format. It might come in as Eric and go back out as uh, an analog voltage or go back out as a discrete on-off signal um, or, or provide an output based on, again, that, that user input. So that's where you get this sort of uh, controller, uh, data converter, and display sort of capability uh, between uh, in, in one sort of nice certified off-the-shelf ready-to-go package. And as far as size goes, I mean, this it's designed to to be small and compact with with all those capabilities. But we're talking about a, a two inch round rear panel mounted instrument uh, and can fit into tight spots. Is that correct? It is, and that was one of the real um, design strategies between the form factor of the product. Obviously, we wanted it to be relatively standard so that it can replace existing instrumentation. It can fit into panels that already have, uh, you know, cutouts for for instruments like this. Um, but we also wanted to keep it in a in a two inch form factor as opposed to a, a three inch or different or you know or a square form factor um, because panel space is a premium, right? Um, uh, displays are getting bigger and bigger. PFDs, MFD systems are uh, monopolizing a, a large chunk of that, and this is really designed as a complement to those you know primary systems um, where you need to show um, different information that is available on your PFD, MFD. Um, where you're trying to replace uh, an existing product, and and that happens in tight spaces sometimes, and so we we didn't want any limitations uh, associated with bringing this kind of information into the cockpit because there wasn't a place to put it. And you know, with it being just the the two inch round and and so and so lightweight, there has to be weight savings. But I suppose that really the to try to calculate the weight savings, it, it kind of depends on how many instruments you want to or can combine into into one will give you your your total weight savings, and that may depend from customer to customer. Is that right? Uh, that's true. Um, you know, uh, one of the the real benefits and values of going digital with this kind of solution is the combination of of um, data, the combination of uh, functionality. That can get put into a single unit where where two instruments maybe uh, used to be the requirement within an aircraft. Those same parameters can be displayed now on a single instrument. So now not only, uh, as you mentioned, uh, do you get the weight savings, but you've just cleaned up your panel, right? You've simplified uh, your scan as a pilot. You know, looking at all the different information that's available, uh, and uh, you begin to simplify things like your cable harnesses and. And other things that are even behind the scenes that go into multiple instruments uh, or indicators versus a single combined product. Sure, and um, you know, Brett, Matt, Jeff, whoever this this question, you can all tackle it. But what what aircraft type uh, are, are we kind of targeting here? Will your customers range from the experimental market all the way up to business jets? What about what about rotorcraft? Um, kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, Jeff, the real beauty behind uh, the Flex MD-23 is the fact that um, it is TSO'd. It does have DO-178 Design Insurance Level A software, so it can go pretty much anywhere. Uh, it really comes down to, you know, what's the need um, and, it, you know, is there the willingness to take on the, the cost that is there for something that's truly custom. 
Um, you know, from an application standpoint, you would tell you that today we've seen it in everything uh, pretty much across the board from, you know, we've seen it in tactical aircraft um, that are that are out there flying, uh, you know, kind of on military-oriented missions, uh, a lot of interest from the rotorcraft market uh, because of the size, the weight, uh, you know, you just can't take on, you know, a big product, uh, you know, those kind of applications where you just don't have panel space, you just you don't have the weight, you just you need something small and lightweight that can get there. Um, you know, we're seeing it in piston singles, we're seeing a lot of interest definitely in the twin market. Uh, it's a great fit, um, you know, all the way up into corporate jets. So, you know, if you wanted to conceivably, we haven't gotten there yet with somebody, but, you know, if you want to put it in the galley of your 737, sure, you could do it. Uh, it's it's that kind of a product, so it can go through that full range. Uh, you know, we kind of talked about early on that when you look at where this thing is best going to fit in the market, uh, it really is probably going to take an STC in most cases. Uh, you may be able to find a field approval in some areas, um, but it really from, you know, an OEM standpoint to an STC application, that's really where it fits the best. And so that's going to kind of naturally limit it. Um, although it's interesting, you know, we have folks who give us a call and, you know, they are specifically talking to Jeff, right, and telling him about the problem they're trying to solve. And there are a lot of these instruments that the core values are so high that you could easily pick up a flex, even, you know, as a one-off, which we don't generally recommend, you know, we're looking to, you know, to try to help maximize everybody's return on investment. But there are some places where you may be at the end of the life of a component and core costs are just up through the roof. And this may be the perfect solution uh, in order to come in and you know, custom develop that instrument that you need uh, because we have designed it to be at a price point that's a lot more affordable. Yeah, Jeff, did you want to add, add on to that? Yeah, I think uh, I'll just add a little bit of uh, detail of what we've seen so far in interest from uh, from customers. Um, it it has tended to fall into two, two kind of uh, interesting categories. Um, the first would be uh, what I would call legacy instruments that that our customers are finding difficult to either repair or replace for some reason. And Matt kind of alluded to that earlier when he, when he talked about, you know, uh, older instruments that have reached BER status. Um, but there are still a lot of instruments out there uh, in, in older aircraft that are, are unique in some way. And because of that uniqueness, it's not very easy for the operator to uh, just go out and, and find a uh, replacement sitting on the shelf, uh, either um, a completely new instrument that does the same function or the same instrument, you know, just a, a, a functioning copy. And so like a quick example of that would be uh, a combination uh, airspeed and mock number indicator. Uh, there just aren't a whole lot of those out in the world. And, uh, uh, that's a great example of something that that flex because of uh, because of the uh, LCD screen. You know, we could make it look like any existing instrument, uh, or I shouldn't say any, uh, within reason, um, an existing instrument. Uh, so that's one example. Just that replacing an existing instrument that is difficult to find or repair. 
another example would be uh, an idea that that a customer comes up with for a, a display or an instrument that would solve a problem for them, uh, but that that particular display or instrument doesn't exist in the marketplace today. And typically we find that that's a, a low volume type of application. And so trying to custom design from the ground up from a clean sheet of paper, that low volume uh, special use a type of uh, instrument or display would, would very quickly become cost prohibitive. Um, so an example of that might be uh, like a, 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 what I would call a focused engine gauge for a helicopter operator. Uh, they'd like to have a, a, an engine gauge that is in the pilot's line of sight when they're conducting load line operations or uh, uh, heavy lift operations so that the pilot doesn't have to continu continually look back at the instrument panel. Um, and, and that's just not something that really exists in the marketplace today. So those are kind of two examples of areas of interest that we're seeing. And then interestingly enough, we have also seen a couple of uh, requests for off aircraft types of displays and instruments. Uh, so uh, things like a, a pressure chamber controller or a, uh, a fluid flow controller, um, still tangentially related to, uh, to aviation applications, but not necessarily on an airframe. So that again points to just the tremendous flexibility of, of the product that Brett and his team have designed. Yeah, that, that is fascinating. Uh, and you can kind of see that the product is true to its name and, and how Flex came to be about. Once again, we are visiting with Matt Hara, Brett Williams, and Jeff Seitz of Mid-Continent Instruments and Avionics with headquarters in Wichita, Kansas, here on AEA Amplified, sponsored by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company. And Jeff, I might continue with you uh, just a little bit. I know that you uh, and, and your team there collaborate with a customer and kind of start with uh, what's called a CID, which I believe stands for Custom Instrument Definition. So talk a little bit about that. How does that process work? Yeah, uh, exactly right. The CID, the Custom Instrument Definition, are the set of configuration files that, that turn the MD23 hardware into the highly customized display or instrument that the customer is requesting. And so the way that engagement goes is that, uh, that we will work with the customer and exchange uh, a set of uh, uh, requirements, functional requirements with them. We, uh, through a, a conference calls or, or meetings, will we'll try to, um, as precisely as possible, identify what does the product need to look like and what functions does it need to be able to perform uh, if it needs to control something, what does it need to control? What are the parameters within uh, within which it needs to be able to control that thing? And so we really want to be able to define on paper uh, exactly what that that custom instrument or display needs to look like and do. And then uh, and then we'll hand those requirements off to Brett and his team. And then they'll go uh, go into their shop and uh, and begin developing that CID. Um, and uh, after that development process uh, has reached a, a beta stage, we'll send that beta CID uh, to the customer with obviously on a on a piece of hardware, and give them the ability to test that 
beta copy of the CID in their environment. Uh, and then we allow them to gather any changes that might need to be made as indicated by their experience with that, that beta copy. And, and, uh, and Brett and his team will then take those requested changes, implement them into the, uh, to the CID. And then at that point, we have the final production version of the CID, which we, um, which we begin shipping to the customer on their production unit. And, and once you have the CID from the customer, it, it sounds like it's a quick turnaround, really in a matter of days, uh, say 30 to 60 days. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd let Brett uh, probably speak to that. Yeah, uh, it's it is a quick turnaround, and that's um, and really, if if there's one thing that that makes Flex um, more powerful than any other feature, that's it, right? That's the ability to create something uh, quickly um, and and put it in the customer's hands that was not simply possible before to create something new. Um, to bring something to the aircraft um, that is uh, pre-certified effectively at the at the product level, um, such that it simplifies and eases up the certification burden at the aircraft level, um, and that process goes pretty fast. Uh, as Jeff was explaining with the CID and the collaboration with the customer, once we understand what it is they want, uh, we can concept something uh, really within a matter of days. Um, and, and once we get green lights from the customers, then we can begin to uh, formalize that into the product, which can happen within a matter of weeks. You know? And now they've got a product in their hand, ready to install uh, and evaluate. Uh, and with usually a single round of feedback from the customer of you know, tweak this, change that, improve that, uh, we can make those changes again within a few weeks. And you know, potentially start to finish an entire program can have a plane up and running and flying with a new uh, flex in it uh, within a month or two or three. And again, as I, I noted earlier, you know, flex is a is a brilliant name for this product. You know, I love the, you know, the question, well, what is flex? Well, the answer can be, what do you want it to be? Uh, and, you know, the tagline I, the, that I believe that the company is using, you know, what will you display? Um, and it's really a product that that sounds like it's only limited by by your imagination. Um, I say that because I do want to, I do want to ask the question about price, but I also want to to touch on before we dive into that real quick is to reiterate the uh, I know one of the goals of Flex is to allow the customization with little certification burden. The hardware is TSO certified. You mentioned the software is certified to DO 178C Design Assurance Level A. So I want to make sure that our listeners listeners understand that, and uh, you know anything you want to add on the certification process and how that came to be, um, cer certainly jump in there. Sure, and um, you know Matt kind of alluded to it a little bit in terms of like where what is the market for this type of product, um, and and he's right, you know it's it's everything from the experimental world, you know up to uh, transport, you know, uh, uh, airline type of applications, and and the reason and the ability, I guess, for us to reach into that full spectrum of of market is that certification basis. You know, the the design assurance level A is um, the the top software assurance level that you can receive, um, and the TSO uh, carries with it sort of that FAA blessing uh, and and pre certification at the product level. That means that the, the hurdles and the, the challenges of uh, going through uh, maybe an STC or 
an amended PC or whatever it may be, even at the at the OEM level, um, is going to relieve that burden significantly. Um, and and really that cost of installation, um, that cost of effort development on uh, the installer side is, is going to be reduced uh, dramatically by uh, the certification strategy that we've incorporated with the Flex products from the very beginning. Yeah, and then that certification strategy, like you said, the the time savings that are involved in the custom development has to have significant cost savings. So um, when we talk about price, because uh, it's it's customized, there certainly can be a range, um, certainly with affordability based upon your needs. But um, uh, Matt, uh, tell us a little bit about the price. Yeah, so, you know, the beauty of the Flex MD23 is that we've got, you know, kind of set pieces of hardware. So, you know, from a customer standpoint or, you know, an integrator standpoint, what it means is that you're able to take advantage of the scale of economy because you don't have to be constantly creating, you know, new variants of hardware every single time for every single application. So what we found is that, you know, from a kind of standard hardware price, uh, you know, depending on the application, we've got a few, you know, a couple different actual variants of hardware. Uh, one without the absolute differential pressure inputs or pedostatic, uh, and one that does. And so you're looking at a hardware cost that runs, you know, on a per piece basis between about two and four thousand dollars. And then uh, from there, what really makes the flex flex is when we get that custom instrument definition completed, and that does bring NRE with it, and that generally can start from you know say something pretty simple straightforward around you know ten thousand dollars worth of cost on up into the hundreds of thousands of dollars it just kind of depends on what you want to do with it and just how complex uh, you know you want your your product to be uh, at the end of the day and so uh, it really comes down to a lot of you know what's the what's the complexity what's the time you know if you want to come in strong uh, i would highly recommend sit down you know think through what do you want it to look like? What do you want it to do? You know, have that specification pretty well cooked for what you think you need when you when you bring it to us, and that gives us that best opportunity to re, you know move quickly uh, and get you that product right back in your hands as fast as possible. Uh, time is money, and we've designed everything around this product to take as little time as possible uh, so that we can provide just the maximum value out there to the field. Uh, like I said to you know our AA dealer partners to uh, the larger integrators and OEMs. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's that's really the the you know, one of the strengths of Flex at the end of the day. Right. And to be clear, you know, this product is available today, and it and it is it is ready to ship. Um, again, if we if for uh, non AA members, maybe you're an aircraft owner, maybe you're a pilot. Um, if you are interested in the Flex, please visit your uh, AEA member repair station and they can get you uh, all the information. And for our AEA members who are out there listening, um, for their benefit, just to clarify, uh, they would contact Mr. David Copeland on your team, is that correct? Yeah, so feel free to give us a call, talk here to David Copeland or Jeff Seitz, who's with us today. Um, at some point, you'll probably end up talking to Jeff. He's kind of the, uh, you know, I like to kind of jokingly say he's a grand poobah around uh, trying to get the CIDs ready uh, and to keep the flex flowing. So, yeah, give us a call on either David or Jeff. 
That sounds great. Thanks, Matt, Brad, and Jeff, for your time. I hope we can certainly catch up at the AEA convention perhaps later this year uh, in Dallas, where I know your team will also be conducting technical training sessions for those dealers. Uh, so, if, again, AEA members, uh, join us in Dallas, and you can learn more about the flex there. Uh, is there anything that uh, you all would like to add or maybe that we have missed? I just want to say thanks, Jeff, for having us on. It's uh, you know, we're really proud of our relationship with the Aircraft Electronics Association. We value it a lot. Uh, you know, we just hope that everybody continues to stay safe and healthy. And uh, if there's ever anything we can do at Mekana Instruments and Avionics, just give us a call and let us know. All right. Well, thank you, Matt Hara, Brett Williams, and Jeff Seitz here on AEA Amplified to learn more about Mid-Continent Instruments and Avionics. Visit their website at mcico.com. And I might also add that you can read more about the Flex in the upcoming April edition of Avionics News Magazine. So look for that on April the 1st. And before we go, let me do remind our listeners of a couple of important items. First, as I mentioned, the dates of the AEA International Convention and Trade Show have been moved this year to June 22nd and 25th at the Hilton Anatole in Dallas, Texas, if you'd like to attend or have not registered yet, you can take advantage of the early bird registration through March the 31st, and that will save you $180 per person. So you can learn more about that at aea.net slash convention. And also the annual avionics news technical training exam is available for avionics technicians. The exam may be taken online by AEA members or downloaded by non-members. And if you score 85% or higher, you can get credit toward your repair station training program requirements. So if you are up to the test, visit avionicsnews.net. And finally, if you are interested in pursuing professional opportunities in the avionics industry, the job listings page on the AEA website is your one-stop resource. Search the AEA's job listings and see what's on your horizon. And free resume posting is also available. Visit the jobs board at aea.net slash jobs. And that's going to wrap it up for today. We hope you can join us again soon for another episode of AEA Amplified, sponsored by Genesis Aerosystems, a mode company. To learn more about Genesis and its full range of products, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. Until next time on AEA Amplified, so long, everybody, and be safe.